0: This week on the 400th episode of the Jock and Nerd podcast, Christopher Nolan finds a studio for his next movie. The director of the upcoming Dune movie takes shots at Marvel, and Disney comes up empty-handed at the Emmys. Plus a review of episode 6 of Marvel's What If? and a whole bunch more, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, September 20th, 2021. Hey what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd podcast. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy fans out there. Oh yeah, indeed. What's up, listener? <laughs> Welcome to Oh yeah, the Jock and Nerd podcast, the podcast that makes you go, "Oh yeah!" Where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. <laughs> jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And well, the the shipment of variants came in from Amazon on time and he's back. Rugboy is back. What's up, Rugs? Yeah, what did I miss? I uh, Not much. <laughs> I just remember uh, coming through a, a, a little time warp, and now I'm here. Yeah, there was a white void, and then you were like, nothing happened. Don't worry about it. It's fine. The variants don't know their variants. That's key. No, I don't know anything different. Nothing yeah. is different as at all, all. As far as you're concerned, everything continued as normal. Absolutely. And... Gentlemen, I have to say that right there is the 400th time we have opened this podcast. Oh, wow. shit. Uh, yeah. What?
1: Oh, if I would have known we're doing it for the 400th time, but it comes something funny.
0: Yeah, you know what? I
1: had no clue.
2: Nobody Even knows. though it says in the show notes that right this is episode
0: start 400. No, nope. let's start over again. <laughs> hey, welcome. Look, is it a big deal? I don't know. It's 400 episodes. We've been doing this for six and a Does half years. Does that mean years. something
1: to you? 400. That's like
0: a lot. I feel it's like, like a lot. It, you know what, when we were hitting like 50 and 100, we were making a big deal and then we should have been making a big deal now we're hitting 300 and 400, but now I'm just like it's just another episode I don't know, it's a lot. Yeah, we're just gonna keep going right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we like just a,
2: keep going
1: It's gonna keep going until one of us dies. It's yes You, you wanna
2: you wanna <laughs> off the cuff on this one for real quick? Yes, go ahead It's 400. It's 400 and I just saw, I was on YouTube and I see that Marvel's Hit Monkey trailer just oh, came out. Oh,
0: yeah. I just
2: put it in the show notes. Okay. If you want to watch it real quick and do a live uh, reaction right after, you uh, can edit out our, our watching it for 51 seconds.
0: Let's do it. I did watch it earlier. You guys watch it. We will time jump and talk what about it is What is it, a monkey? It's, it's called Hit Monkey. I will explain. Okay, Anthony, let me give you a little, little just backstory on this Marvel's Hit Monkey. This is actually the last of the Marvel... TV Jeff Loeb, uh, set of shows. If you recall, Marvel and Hulu, uh, they had a deal to do. It was like Howard the Duck, uh, Modoc, which actually which got made. Yeah. yeah. I uh, don't,
2: I didn't watch Modoc.
0: Tigra and Dazzler. and Modoc was great. Modoc was fantastic. I loved it. And then they were going to do the offenders, right? Yeah. Well, all that shit got canceled. And except Modoc, except Modoc. And I had no idea that they were still working on Hit Monkey. They made this announcement like two years ago. So they were still working on, uh, this show. Here's what, here's a quick description of this show inspired by the comics. Hit Monkey follows Japanese snow monkey voiced by Fred Tatasciore, who becomes a top assassin in a quest for vengeance against the criminal underworld in Tokyo. Isn't it Fred Tassatore? Tat, Tataschiore. No, it's it's spelled I, I It's I know about Teddy it. Rigatoni. I Teddy think it's Rigatoni. Tata-sori, but whatever. Tata-sori. Anyway,s uh, uh, there's a dead American contract killer, voiced by Jason Sudeikis of Ted Lasso. What did you think about this? Really, it's violent. There's Uzis, the monkeys jumping around and killing people. It looks like. I really don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm kind of Floppy, John. I don't. I, it's, I'm not really. Uh, it didn't I really kill like, me.
3: It
1: looks cute and everything, but I mean, I don't know, unless you tell me to watch it, I'm not probably not going to.
2: Anthony, what do you think? Yeah, you know, they were doing that whole offenders thing, which I thought might have been interesting, maybe. I know the Modoc series got some pretty good reviews. I actually haven't watched it.
0: Uh this looks
2: fine. It looks I mean it's definitely different. I never even knew Hitmonkey was a character in Marvel. Yeah.
0: It's very um, obscure.
2: Very, very obscure obscure. Uh, the only thing is, is like right now everything is so interconnected, and you you just and you know that this isn't at least right for now. Yeah. So it's like, well, why would I watch this if I'm so invested in the Marvel cinema? Because you want to
0: see monkeys, <laughs> man! <laughs> you want to see monkeys with an Uzi killing people, yeah. What's better than that? Hit Monkey. It's only, a macaw. Only it is a monkey. Oh, yes. he's a macaw. Oh, Hit Monkey only introduced in the comics in 2010, so he's a relatively new. Oh, wow. New character. Rugs. I was uh, waiting for you to make an observation, a comment on the frame rate because boy, in this trailer, it is very jittery, low frame rate. Yeah,
1: it's choppy as fuck. It's
0: very choppy, which is weird for a show that has like a lot of action in it. It's, I don't know if this might even bother me watching the the low frame rate.
1: To be honest with you, I'm half asleep right now, and so (laughs) I'm not paying attention to things as as more uh, as much as I normally would. That makes
0: sense. I can't even say sentences right now. Jesus Christ, Bugs, are you okay? Somebody get him a Valium. Oh no, he doesn't need a Valium. Get him some cocaine. I wish I could have coffee, but then I won't be able to go to sleep. Third world. Mm. First world problems. Rick. First, yeah, thir- Third <laughs> <word> <laughs> world problems. <laughs> they have coffee in the third world. Uh, Anyways, oh. this is coming out on Hulu on November 17th. And I I probably, I don't even know if I'm bored. If I've watched everything else, there's nothing else. So I'll give it a spin. But I was I like. I just eh. like
1: that I mentioned coffee and there was complete silence. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't drink coffee. No fun beer? fact,
2: I don't, I've drank maybe one sip of coffee my entire You're life. You're not a coffee oh, wow. guy.
0: Yeah. There's, there's people that aren't coffee people You're sometimes. not a caffeinated person. Question them. What about no. soda? Nothing? No I'll have soda, but not like
1: i sort of sort of sort of sort It's like of It's like sort it's sort of sort it's the same shit. <laughs> Oh
2: yeah,
1: you know, oh. like in the club. Well,
2: I use I stick it up my asshole, so. <laughs>
1: oh okay yeah. sort a little as as longer.
0: That? Yeah. That's
1: <laughs> a little longer than that. Is that what a coffee of would feel like? I sort I mean, I I sort of sort description well you sort of sort of
0: you got to use those coffee beans that you got to pick out of the shit of the monkeys. That's like the best coffee. That's like fucking a hundred dollars a pound for that coffee. Oh, that yeah, that shit coffee. The shit coffee is definitely <laughs> yeah. and monkey shit specifically because there's I other like animals. We talked shit about coffee.
2: the shit coffee before. We did talk about it.
0: Anyways, yeah. hit monkey. Uh Who would have I'm, thought
2: I'm this, lo- uh, the 400th episode we would have brought up 400 shit coffee again? Listener, a nerd. Actually, if you listen to this for 400 episodes, you probably aren't surprised we yeah. brought up shit coffee again. With the amount of dick jokes we talk make and we do, we make a dick I mean, joke. We have, yet? Uh, it's late. We, we, have, we have dick jokes. We have farting noises at the end of the show. We've talked about your pews. I usually
1: I usually mention boobs at some point. Yeah, it's like it's in the contract. in Ron said,
2: "Yes, uh, twice yeah. uh, every half an hour." It's why Manscape sponsors us.
1: <laughs> you got to open with a dick joke.
0: You got to say boobs. And, uh, Otherwise you're fired. Mine. I'm getting another variant to replace you. <laughs> uh, but somebody posted this in our Facebook group. So th- thanks for posting that and letting us know hit monkey's coming out. All right. Let's get into some other shit. I wanted to talk about some directors, some directors of film, some filmmakers. Eh? Hmm. Yeah. One person in particular, uh, Christopher Nolan, who's had quite a uh, story going on since the pandemic. Remember, Tenant? Yes. Yeah, I hated that movie. Yeah. Remember how everybody I wish it was evicted. Tenet? Yes. <laughs> Remember how he tried to, you know, keep the pandemic at bay by insisting only to release tenant in the theaters. Well, that also uh he 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 uh tangled with Warner Brothers when they decided to release all their twenty twenty one movies day and date. He called it a very stupid move. He did not like that, was not happy with that. Ultimately cost Warner Brothers Christopher Nolan as he left. And he's had this movie that he's been shopping around. Uh, so he's finally landed on a suitor for the movie. The movie – the next movie he wants to make is about uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer, one of the guys credited with being the, quote, mm. father of the atomic bomb for his role in the Manhattan Project, right? Right. So he's doing another historical period piece, kind of like Dunkirk. Uh, so he shopped this around everybody, Apple, Netflix, all the big studios – finally settles on Universal Studios. They're gonna make this movie. Right. Why Universal? Well, turns out he had a kind of a interesting list of demands for his next uh, studio and partner. And they said yes, I guess. And Universal, probably the only one to agree with this. Here's what director Chris Nolan wants for this next movie. Okay, number one, no chairs. No chairs. Everybody <laughs> stands. And I don't even want to see you looking at the floor. Yes. No stools either. Yes. Not only is everyone going to stand, they're going to be on stilts. Everybody wear stilts. Yes. While
1: we shoot this. And there is no such thing as time limits. We shoot as long as we need to.
0: <laughs> yes. Minimum 400 takes on every yes. scene. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Shit. Well, it's almost that crazy. Okay. All right. Let's see what he says. Number one, uh, demand total creative control. Okay. That makes sense. It's not horrible. It's not going to happen. doesn't but want yeah. to get screwed. He wants at least a hundred to maybe even a 120-day theatrical window Holy shit. for this movie in a day when theatrical windows are shortening to 45 days. He is trying to hang on to the theater experience. Okay. So, so he wants like at least 90, 100, days. He wants a $100 million budget and a $100 million marketing spend okay. on the movie. He wants 20% of first-dollar gross. And get this. This part's crazy. A blackout period where the studio would not release another movie for three weeks before and three weeks after his movie comes out. Oh, shit. What the fuck? What? This is kind of nutty. Hmm. What do you guys think of these demands? Is he, first of all, let's talk about Nolan. Because is he? He's got a
1: huge set of elephant balls. He's got balls. Because his last movie uh, didn't really, I mean. Wasn't really a, a crowd pleaser. No, it wasn't. And it wasn't really a box office hit. Yes, the pandemic was also a factor, but I mean, lots of other films have come out in the pandemic. His was the first. So somebody had to go first, but he also burned a lot of bridges when, um, HBO and, uh, wanted to release the movie on HBO Max. Yeah. And he just went off on them and was he insulting. shit talked them yeah yeah he, so uh, you don't want to be known as a shit talking asshole who like made a <laughs> not the greatest movie <laughs> but yeah. so, i guess he is christopher nolan and he does have great movies under his belt so
0: um they're, they're rolling the dice and it's probably a a pretty safe bet well anthony here's the question is nolan still one of like the greatest directors of our time or did he like michael Tchaikovsky posted in the facebook group did he peak at Inception and maybe has nothing left in the tank? Well, time will
2: tell, right? Yeah. We don't know. I, I mean, I don't think, I think he is considered one of the best of our time. He may have peaked, but, you know, we'll see. As far as the list of demands, I mean, it seems crazy. But in an age where directors are, you know, it's things are studio-driven and uh, big franchise-driven, if a guy like him makes it into the to, to a point in his life where he can make these demands yeah. and studios are willing and to bend over it. backwards yeah. for him, well, that's the dream, right, as a director? Well, so,
0: but it's not, it's also unclear whether Universal is going to agree to these demands right now. I, I would
2: say, I mean, it seems like they probably, I mean, the 100 Days, it seems like we're moving in a different direction. But, yeah. you know, he's all about the, the- movie theater experience. I think Universal is probably doing it. First off, you know, Chris again, Christopher Nolan, for the most part, other than tenant, big name, usually a decent box, off, pretty good box office draw. And they want to get in business with him and, you know, be a part of a multiple projects, probably.
1: I think the hardest pill for, uh, for them to swallow is going to be that, that 20%. That's a lot of dough they're going to be handing him over.
0: Yeah, that's a lot. First dollar gross. This, uh, Hollywood reporter article is interesting. Uh, you know, it's a little bit it does sound like he's a little bit being a diva. He's a little bit being a wine, whiny. You know what the thing is? It's like, this is great for
1: creative people. Yeah. This is right. great yes, for the art auteur, director. This yeah. is great for getting creativity back into Hollywood. Where, you know, where they're like, say so he's saying like back off studios. I'm going to fucking, I want to make my movie. And I love that. But at the same time, <laughs> I'm, I'm like is he going to make a fucking confusing ass movie That no one wants to watch
0: Well that's so. the thing like Tenet is a, It's an amazingly ambitious Technically amazing Made thing dealing with a thing In time travel that I've never seen anybody do But he forgets about There's no characters There's nobody to uh, get to know He completely he just shoehorns A clunky story to be like Look what I can do Kind of and, and forgets about the characters entirely is this? Yeah, the it's one of those things
2: out. where, like, he's coming off a bad film, so now we're kind of questioning, right, right, all these demands yeah. and his 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 cachet in the industry. But as rug said, and I kind of hinted at earlier, like this is good though if you want to support directors making the films they want to make and and not having studios, you know, interfere with what they're doing and what their vision is. So, I think. Creatives, this is what all creatives they want in the industry totally want, would aspire control. to be. Yeah. yeah, right. They want to be able to do what he's doing. And he's proving you can still do it.
0: Well, yeah. Like if it was a Steven Spielberg asking for this, would we, we'd be like, yeah. yeah, give it to him.
2: Spielberg would get it. What's his name got? Would uh, Cameron?
0: Maybe J- uh, James Cameron. James if Cameron he ever gets makes it. These fucking the guy that made the movies. Netflix
2: movie movie movie. What's his face?
0: Uh, Scorsese oh, gets Scorsese Scorsese it. Scorsese would be yeah up there. So apparently though, these demands is simply uh, this as this article the Hollywood Reporter says many of the conditions he was accustomed to enjoying at Warner Brothers. Anyway, so they were treating him well, it sounds like, and he just wants the same deal, but not with Warner Brothers anymore because he doesn't like them. Well, and maybe
2: they, NBC gets in bed with him.
0: Maybe yeah, the Pete McCock yep, yep, starts getting gets the streaming the, on the, the cock, first, yeah. you know
2: First movie
0: rights after, so. And Peacock could use uh, some hot things to get people, I this guess. This could be
1: great for the cock. You know what the yes. other people are calling it? The cock now, by the way. Oh, of course. It's the
0: best. We one. started that. Yeah, I think we did. I've heard a lot of people call it the cock. I think it started here instantly. The day they revealed that name, we were calling it the cock because we're like, that's it? all you can, can really call it. We're like, it's, <laughs> it's the worst name. What kind of name streaming. is this? What are you doing? I watched it on the cock. Uh, anyways, listener, let us know what you think about Nolan and his demands. You can join the conversation. You can meet all our awesome, fun listeners in our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It's a private group just for you. Uh, and one of our listeners and group members, uh, J Ness Rhymes has been posting these awesome photos he's been taking. Have you guys seen the, the action figure photography from, uh, J Ness Rhymes with Batman yes. and Catwoman? What do you yeah. think of those? They're pretty good. Yeah. I like the composition. I like the lighting. I was like, they're awesome. You should yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. No, you, you got something good there, Jay. Keep doing it. Rhymes. He should also be a rapper with that name. Jay Ness Rhymes. Yo, I'm Jay Rhymes. Jay Rhymes killing it with the figure, action figure photography. I haven't seen one picture. Oh, you got to go on in the group. Facebook oh, there one. it is. Yeah, right here, I yeah, see one now. Yeah. They're kind of like sexy photos of Batman oh, yeah. and, this is- and uh, Catwoman Canoodle. Oh, a little risque. Yeah, I like it. I don't know if I can look at this. Like long, long. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful. Don't start searching Catwoman. Uh, okay. Let's move on to another director who has a movie coming out and recently, uh, took a, a shot at the Marvel movies as do, um, directors when they have movies coming out to get, I don't know, publicity. Yeah. It's like, right? seems like that's a thing now. It yeah. works. If you got a movie coming out, you just say Marvel movies suck and now everybody's looking at you. <laughs> well, you got to get,
1: you know, you got to get into the headlines. You got to make n- news.
0: That's no. the only way to do you gotta, it. You gotta,
1: you gotta throw rocks at the king.
0: Yeah, you gotta go for the king. This time, who's gunning for the king? Denny Villeneuve, who is, a uh, mm,
1: nice French
2: name, who is,
0: uh, gonna or be, I like to call him Denis, Denis Villeneuve.
1: Yeah. It's one, his name is one little line away from being penis. Penis You just add a little line to the bottom of the D. Oh my God, you
0: add a little extender (laughs) there, yeah. Easy to graffiti into penis Villanueva. Yeah. Anyways, the guy's doing Dune. It's coming out soon. uh, We'll talk about the trailer because it's dope. But he recently has been quoted as saying, quote, there are too many Marvel movies that are nothing more than a cut and paste of others. And then in a separate interview, he said, Quote the problem today. Well, if you're talking about Marvel, the thing is all these films are made from the same mold. Some filmmakers can add a little color to it, but they're all cast in the same factory. It doesn't take anything away from the movies, but they are formatted. To which I say, he's absolutely right. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, with- he's not wrong with that statement. Also, ironic though, the guy who says this is cut and paste is making a movie about a book that he probably wants to franchise. Oh shit! I find that a little ironic, and maybe yeah. And the, in the funny the point-
1: thing, uh, the funny thing about Dune is like Dune's been like. Used as like as uh, as inspiration, so many times it's gonna when you watch it, it's gonna be like ah oh, this looks really familiar and doesn't seem it seems formulaic. Well, we will because- get into
0: that. As people are gonna <laughs> be like, he stole from Star Wars. No, no, it's the other way around. Nope. Ah, <laughs> uh, comment, Anthony. What do you think about the cut and paste? And is he is this just a publicity? St- I feel like this is the go to thing.
2: Yeah, I mean Marvel. There is a a formula that sometimes we we've referenced in our reviews of what they they like to stick to. They are. I will say that Marvel is definitely, outreaching into different genres and different things. Like, for instance, one of my friends who isn't a big Marvel fan was like, "I, I loved Black Widow and I loved Shang Chi uh-huh. because Shang Chi was a martial arts film yeah. and it just happened to be a Marvel film. Yeah. Black Widow was a James Bond film yeah. and happened to be James Bond or uh, Marvel. So, I think he, he is right. There's there is the formula, there is the format, um, but it also is like maybe he got asked about it i'm not sure the context i'd have to read the interview mm. but it does seem like he's just throwing as a kid say shade at marvel oh to boy. to boost his own clout yeah. he's, he's trying to gain some clout and with this dune and and you know get into headlines and i guess it's all kind of fair game when when you're trying to make some money right
0: you know, and at some point down the line, he DC or Marvel, he, he, they may come to him with a lot of money, going, "You want to make this movie?" He's, nah. he's gonna do. it. He's, he's, never, nah. he's never, never, never nah, get not it. not going to do
1: that. They're not doing that.
2: Never. I'm not gonna no, go, no, no, Denis. Well, they're not he's,
1: gonna, uh, gonna go, Denis. Denis has <laughs> burned his bridge now. <laughs> with him, so,
0: like, he, first Denus. of all,
1: Denis is like, Denus. he's already <laughs> accomplished. Like, he's not gonna go and then go into like the whole thing with Marvel, like telling him what to do. It just that's like for a young director that needs to, you know, yeah. He's not doing that. If you were working on a Marvel movie, is like when you're a young director, and you need to pay uh, down payment on your mortgage. Like, right. you need, okay, I need to buy a house I got now. Loans. I've been doing Give this me shit. A movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll do me- whatever you want.
0: What
2: what they've been targeting is been has been up and coming directors that are, are making smaller films and doing really well, and then giving them their shot at the big time. They kind of they lucked out with Chloe Zhao because yeah. I don't know if they knew that she was going to win right. an Oscar. Right. So that was kind of a a luck thing and, but but she's still a newcomer and then, and then they're like kind of rec reclam reclaiming reclam making a reclamation project out of sam raimi right now yeah bring, uh, bringing giving bring him back, back career yeah normally yeah i mean they're not if if denny villain <laughs> directs a marvel film i will
1: get your name <laughs> oh, tattooed shit.
2: on my oh, lower shit. oh
0: you shit. heard it listener <laughs> <The> <laughs> heart, we only, have that
1: the only time that you have autonomy when you're filmmaking is when you're either making shit that nobody ever sees as an independent or when you get to the level of Demis. yeah, and, right, and right. you can like kind of write your own ticket, or like or, or Nolan or anything like that.
0: He also did a franchise film too. He, yeah, did, he did Blade, Blade Runner, it. exactly. I was thinking about that
1: 2049. Yeah, and it was it was excellent. Yeah, but yeah, long I, I, and boring, but excellent.
2: I thought Arrival was a great film by him.
0: Yeah. Oh, I like Arrival. A lot of people don't like that movie. I love Arrival. Yeah, I like Arrival yeah. a lot. I like his work. I'm. Let's talk about the trailer. As far as the Marvel movies, yeah, look, they all, it's a shared universe. And I've said before, they're not really into making great standalone movies. They're making chapters. They all are kind of the same, but there's variety in the sameness. And I think Shang-Chi is kind of a great example of, like, using the formula, but just doing it really well. And there's a little bit of variety, but you kind of knew what was going to happen. But you know what you're walking into
2: at the same time yeah at this point it's been over 10 years yeah
0: so. you know exactly what you're gonna get and they deliver a hundred percent anthony i made you watch this dune trailer that's been out for a while
2: yes i, I, th- I saw the original one a while back
0: oh the trailer the the short the trailer one? where it yeah. was
2: when it was supposed to come out during last december it was
0: supposed to come out december 2020 this thing is now right. in theaters and hbo max october 22nd so in about a month that's going to be great uh, what are your uh, what is your impression of this? Now we talked about how this is the original cliche king where everybody stole shit from, and you kind of see that in the trailer. I'm wondering what your impression is watching it.
2: Seems like a lot. I mean, I didn't really understand. I've never read Dune, so I wasn't I wasn't able to grasp the plot all the way other than like this. Timothy Chalamet comes from a family that he's kind of destined to do something, and he has to defend his people against someone that's assassinating his family or well, trying he's to take dreaming over. Dreaming
0: about Zendaya and seeing her and he's got to find her and there's like the two families, yes, in the two worlds. Yeah. So,
2: if I put put on my Oscar hat, definitely a, a great cast yeah. uh, or at least a very uh eclectic cast. You got Timothy Chalamet, it looks like Javier Bardem, there's Zendaya, Oscar Isaac, Tista, Jason Isaac, Momoa is in this. Jason Momoa. Great yeah. cast. So a lot of big names. Um hopefully this does well and we could see it maybe you know last year's oscar films as imran mentioned when we were talking about we're all you, you wanted to cry after yeah, every single just one wanted of them. to kill yourself so hopefully we can get a, a film yeah. like this which is like a big budget film that's also really well made i like denny Villeneuve. yeah um so yeah i mean i would be if i was back as roman polanski anthony yeah i would be super excited I just about like this. that you keep invoking uh,
0: again it's the wrong person you really want to align yourself with but whatever <laughs>
2: so if i was that guy i'd be really pumped and i'd be like all over this and i probably would have told you guys about this but since i'm back to uh just popcorn joe anthony or whatever yeah uh um, anthony club yeah uh dj paulie d anthony, club
3: anthony.
2: Uh, <laughs> right now i'm just like oh yeah that looks cool um yeah, I'll maybe watch it, but I'm not as uh, excited about it as I was would have been a year ago.
0: Rugs, you're the big Dune guy. What'd you think? To uh, to me, the fucking the ships, the grasshopper ships, the epic scale of this looks fucking amazing. You got geek boner or floppy jack. No, I like it. I think I, I wish it was more colorful. I
1: still think that geek the palette me. is oh, a little brown. Bit, It's a little bit too brown. But I, I <laughs> brown. <laughs> brown, yeah, I'm brown. Why are you saying it like that? <laughs> I don't know. I just when I say brown and I like to <laughs> emphasize it. Okay, it is brown. It's brown. It's brown. It is brown and dark. Because <laughs> your poop is brown. Poop is brown sometimes. Yeah. Um, if it's not, go see a doctor. If you ate spinach, it's not. Um, uh, it looks a little bit brown, but like I would like to see some intense colors. But I said, uh, Dune is it was said to be unfilmable. Yeah. Right. And it
0: looks pretty filmable now. It looks pretty filmable. It looks like they got it. So, I mean, the giant ships with like the, the groups of troops sitting in front of it, it looks just like star Wars. Like clearly you this can is see game of Thrones and space It's game of Thrones meets star. You can see the influence on all the things that came after this from this trailer. You see it's how
1: world building. Yeah. It's intrigue. I mean, this is about what happens to humanity. Thousands and thousands of years in the future when we've uh, gone out to space and populated all of these planets and now we're they're looking for the spice. Yeah, you got the valuable
0: commodity of spice that yeah, everybody's be, fighting over. Everybody it. So spice.
1: in Game of Thrones, it was the Iron Throne. The spice is now like the Iron Throne here. In this movie, it's cinnamon. Yeah. Well or it's, nutmeg. I think it makes you, it makes you powerful. You know know how
0: expensive saffron is? You ever buy saffron? (laughs) It's fucking, it's like gold prices. I call it space coke. Space coke. The best
2: saffron is made, some of the best saffrons made in Afghanistan.
0: Yeah. And well, some of the best heroin also. (laughs) They got all those poppy fields. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of opiates. (laughs) But like making Indian food, my mom, I'd have to buy saffron and they sell it in a little tiny crack vial and literally you get like four strands of this thing and it's like $30. I'm like, the fuck is this shit?
2: I don't even know if I've ever had saffron.
0: If you had biryani, you've had
2: saffron. Couscous.
0: It's a very floral thing. Anyways, I don't know what oh. the spice is in the movie. It's probably saffron.
1: Well, the spice Milan just like it's it's like space coke. I I told I think I I told you about this in the future. They've outlawed uh like robots, artificial intelligence. Oh okay. So mm. they need that. What they need to do is they 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 create these like um cloned uh bioengineered humans with these huge brains and the spice is what allows them to think and make the calculations so they can do warping and shit and they can travel fast. So they need like this spice. That's like one of the biggest uses of it is they need this spice to like it's basically space coke. It like gives you like super supercharges your fucking abilities.
0: Wow no artificial intelligence. That's a good move. We should do that too. Yeah they got rid of all that shit. You avoid the matrix that way and Terminator Judgment Day. Boy, a lot of things that way. Everything's bioengineering. I also love the use of the Pink Floyd song because it's fucking trippy and this trailer is trippy and this movie looks trippy. I thought it was a great choice. I can't wait to hear what the actual score sounds like. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, he's. it looks epic. So October 22nd, you can watch it from the comfort of your couch. Your fucking couch. Your fucking couch. October 22nd. October 22nd in about a month. A month this fuck movie's. Your
1: out. Couch. Oh, the also
0: there's a deal you can take advantage of in the next three days listening to the show. HBO Max has cut its prices in half. Oh. 750 a month for the next six months if you subscribe by wow. September twenty sixth. This is a fifteen dollar uh base that they're cutting in half to seven fifty wow. a month for I don't know how long, maybe <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that's a year. It's pretty good. Wow. Wow. that's a, well, they were wow. they were pricey. Yeah, they are the priciest. So they and I believe it, this movie coming out on HBO Max is actually helping. People are excited. They're signing up and with this this deal, I think they're going to get a bunch more subscribers making a good push on the I Netflix. thought doing was only theaters. That's coming out no, from- it's, Oh, it's it's coming out in the theater because both, right? Yeah, it's coming out both and they were suing them at one point. I think they had an agreement, but it's
2: Yeah, Denis Villeneuve.
0: He was not he was, was also really not upset. happy, just like Nolan. Yeah. yeah, when they
2: made this thing. And he was the one saying like he made this with the intent for it to be in movie theaters, and I, know,
0: I think pissed. the theater money may be good now. We'll just what we're going to talk about, Shang Chi, and the movie's making money right now. I think in a month, the time is right for a big, uh, big screen spectacle. Like a big, like this is clearly a movie you want to watch on a big screen. The only sure. well, problem
2: though is it's day and date release in, so you know, that's gonna hurt a Yeah,
0: uh, oh, yeah, oh, but uh, yeah, and it's long. I'll go to the to it's, see it. It's two and a half hours. Is oh, the other I'll thing. stay at home. Oh, God, <laughs> stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, that's the I'm other gonna problem. have to okay. pay in the middle of this. So maybe I'm wrong. I don't know how much this movie's gonna make. That's a good because obviously it's got a big two budget. and a half
1: hours. I might want to watch it. For more. I don't know. This one's a
2: yeah. I don't know. I I really couldn't give you. I don't think it'll make a ton of money.
0: So that's interesting because the movies making money right now consistently at the box office week after week are two movies that are not available on streaming or not day and day's release. And that is Shang-Chi and Free Free Guy still making the money. Both of them still only in theaters, I believe. Shang-Chi, number one, third week in a row. Oh, uh, shit. Made another $20 million. Uh, right now it is domestic sitting at hundred and seventy-six million dollars. B- we mentioned Black Widow, its entire domestic run, $180 million. Shang Chi could be the first movie to crack two hundred million dollars domestically should uh in the pandemic. Geek I think it'll do it. It's three weeks, it's already at one seventy six. Wow.
2: Yeah, it's doing really well. The only the only issue for Shang Chi is it just it probably won't get released in China.
0: Yeah, that's that. There is what that's easily a couple hundred million dollars of loss. I think
2: China usually is like twenty percent
0: of the yeah of the earnings. Definitely a hundred million or more they would make there easily. Worldwide, it's at two eighty eight right now on a budget of what was it like a hundred was
2: it hundred fifty million dollars? They got to be really happy. I mean, Shang Chi killing it, especially coming off of Black Widow, where I don't know how much they made. I mean, not not excluding or not including the um, Disney plus premiere, the yeah. Disney plus. Yeah. We, it's tough to know what they really did, but there was a lot of like, you know, the black widow wasn't universally liked, but it seems like Shang Chi is universally liked. It's a new character and it's making a It's making a bunch of money in the pandemic. So Marvel, if if you're Marvel, you got to be like ecstatic because, you know, you, you were trying to basically create a new franchise and you have.
0: I mean, they killed it with a new character. And I think, again, we talked about it last week. This is why people are going back. They're telling their friends, they're going to see it again. Uh, fucking John Campia has seen the movie seven times, apparently, is what he said. And he's like, okay, Praise I'm Christ. done now. Wow. I, yeah, he really, again, <laughs> loves this movie.
2: John Campia and Lenzations going to movies oh, yeah. more than two times.
0: Hey, God bless him. That's how. You keep the movie industry going. Uh, So uh, last week, Anthony, we reviewed Marvel Zombies. What if, right? Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember? Did you black that out? Uh, No, I remember. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay, your memory's still there. Rugs, you missed that one. What did you think of uh, the Marvel Zombies real quick? It was fine. Just okay. It's okay. No, I liked it. No, there were some good parts to it. It
1: was some fun, but like. I just don't like that they didn't resolve things. I don't like they're not ending this shit anymore. We'll
0: get into that. Don't worry. Because, yes, that is a nitpick I've started to notice, too. That's what I liked about
1: the Doctor Strange episode. It resolved it.
0: It had a sad ending. I'm like, okay, this story's over. We'll be reviewing uh, this week's episode with Killmonger. But, yeah, that is a uh, a criticism I've heard, and I kind of agree with. Anthony, remember when we were talking about that episode, you were like, this is, you know, it's so great because they would never do this in, in live action. So what a great medium to bring these crazy Marvel zombies story to life. Well, they might be doing it live action. Oh, shit. Uh, according to one Mark Millar, hmm. Mr. Mark Millar has insider sources, and he's claiming that Marvel Studios may be developing a live action adaptation of Marvel zombies. His quote is, uh, "If my sources are correct, a little live action Marvel Zombies further down the line." But you never heard that from me. Uh what, what? We, he's like? You didn't hear that from me, but they might be making a live action Marvel Zombies. Okay, well, we heard it from you. We heard it from you. You are the one that said. <laughs> I don't know why you say you didn't hear it from you. All right, um, what what do you guys think? Could this is I, can you see the MCU ever doing it? Something this that was so violent and graphic, and parts of it were disturbing. I mean, I'm burnt out on zombies in general. Yeah, a little bit.
1: But uh, I guess this is different because they allow them to retain their powers. They're different zombies. Yes. So it's like another vehicle to try and get people to fight each other, you know, but it's not a 100%. like So you're not, never getting the real fight. You're always getting some kind of Elseworlds you know, fight. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's an alternate timeline. And, you know, in the comic book, they even they talked. They had full capacity of their brains to have dialogue. They were just wanted flesh. Uh but Anthony, do- too dark for like an MCU live action?
2: I mean you could do I mean you could PG thirteen it, but then it That's would lose no some of the, the zombie uh, funness of zombies. I, I, I have a hard time believing they're gonna make a, a live action zombie. Imagine
0: like a walking dead me in a Marvel Marvel show. It could be a show maybe or a movie. Uh I just thought it was yeah, interesting. I, but-
2: I don't I don't know if they'll do that. I don't I don't know. I don't think, are you I don't jazzed think about it,
1: Imran? I mean, do you want this? No,
0: I don't know why they. they I don't think it's necessary.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are we like just faking the funk
0: and it's trying to just, act excited
1: about
2: yeah,
0: this? No, I, well, that's what I want to know. It's, would this be an exciting I mean, I, project? I enjoy
2: really? the the what if, yeah. but I don't. I don't think.
0: Yeah, 20 minutes like, is fine, right?
2: Li- li- yeah, live <laughs> yes. action what, zombies is almost. You're almost jumping the shark. Uh, I don't know how Marvel. much
0: story you can put in to pad it out. Uh, you know, we are going to see horror shit in Doctor Strange Multiverse, man. So yeah. let's see what that.
2: We'll, we'll see that. We'll what, see some. Yeah. Bl- we'll see it in Blade, but right. Zombies is like, uh, I don't know. The zombies is is kind of played out. Listen,
0: you can blame Robert fucking Kirkman for zombies being played there out. There are it's people who love zombies
1: fault. that are just yelling at the whatever they're listening to right listen, now. Listen,
0: it's entirely Kirkman's fault. For I'm still watching The Walking Dead. By the way, I can't believe that. Yes. Season 11, last season. All right. Anyways, speaking of, uh, the, the streaming shows, let's quickly, briefly, I wanted to talk about some Emmy results because yesterday they held was, I think it was the 73rd annual Emmy awards. And I'm, I'm just going to assume everybody watched it. You watched it, right? Yeah. Everybody watched it. It's like yesterday? a, football, yeah. It's like a football. Yeah. Game. Definitely. Everybody watched it. Everybody, yeah. I watched it. That was, that was must see TV for this guy. Yeah. No, I was. I,
1: Picking lint out of my be-
0: belly button. I know it's appointment television. Was really busy. Uh, <laughs> Roman Polanski Anthony was sitting there with popcorn. Uh, anyways, whatever. It was it was a return to their in person. Remember last year, it was all crazy COVID streaming, and they had people standing outside people's houses in hazmat suits with Emmys teasing them. No, I don't.
2: I don't remember. We that talked. At that at all. That's that what was fucking stupid. It was
0: so weird. So it's they do it in a tent in person. Cedric the Entertainer hosting Lil Dicky. Oh, shit. Lil Dicky showed up in the beginning. LD, Dave doing some rapping about his show and about all the Emmy shows. It was whatever. It was fine. It was uh, amusing. The Cedric bits were, they were okay. I don't know. Here's where it pertains to us. The Mandalorian, WandaVision going into the competition with a leading 23 nominations for WandaVision, 24 nominations for The Mandalorian. The most. Going in with the most. Going in hot. They walk away with absolutely nothing. They won nothing in the primetime Emmys. It's not entirely two. Wandavision won a couple of creative Emmys before the ones they do that's not on TV, that happens like earlier in the day. Doesn't count. Primetime Emmy wise. What did they what did they lose to? Uh, here's this year's big winners. First of all, Wandavision was in limited series category. Mandalorian was in drama series. Big winners this year on the comedy side. Ted Lasso sweeps everything. Roy Kent won. The lady who who owns the team, Rebecca, she won. Ted uh, Sudeikis wins. Best actor. Ted Lasso wins. Best comedy. On the drama side where The Mandalorian was competing against, big winners, The Crown on Netflix. And uh, Mayor of Easttown and Hacks from uh, HBO. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of floppy, floppy jock. jock for their Emmys, but they legit like they got beat up by better shows. What do you got to do? I mean, Ted Lasso is the juggernaut this year. That is, and it's I love the fucking show. Season two is fantastic. I like is the, that on Apple. It's on Apple TV I gotta TV get through Plus. that. I gotta get through that second season. Everybody's talking about Ted Lasso. It is the fucking water cooler conversation. They did a weird episode with Coach Beard. I loved it. I love it all. It's delightful. Uh, so it's a juggernaut and they had to hand, deal with Ted Lasso. Nobody could beat the Ted Lasso. I think it's good, but I don't know why people are just heaping praise on it. It's just, crazy. Uh, it's just, it's just different. It's just like, here's the thing. The second season has less Ted Lasso. And I think i like it a little bit more because he's great in small doses. He's a little bit too much with his, his, his sayings and his phrases, but the cat, the other characters are so good. They're so interesting. You care about them. I mean, Roy Kent is just amazing. He's the best. Yeah, he's the best character around. There. Roy fucking Kent. He makes you want to swear in a British accent. He's fantastic. So, yeah. Emmys were a bust for. He was a writer. Yeah. He was a writer, wrote Roy Kent and got cast as Roy Kent and won the Emmy for playing Roy Kent last night. So. That's great. It's a lot of Roy Kent. That's a lot of Roy Kent. Um, I, 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 Anthony, I think you would like the show. Do you know the the premise? No. Premise is, it's kind of a hokey premise. American uh, football coach goes to London to coach a soccer team. He knows nothing about soccer or England or anything, right? Yeah. There's your setup. So, Well, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Here's your basic premise, though. Uh, Okay. Yeah, but it's fucking charming as fuck. Some people don't like it. Some people don't like Jason Sudeikis and just want to punch him in the face. I get that. I could see that. But uh, it's a great show. <laughs> uh, you know what else is great? Uh, our podcast merch you could get at our T Public Shop. Jogging Nerd. Visit JoggingNerd.com slash shop. Get yourself a, uh, a hoodie, a t-shirt, a mug. There is a sale this week, September 22nd to 27th. All remainder of this week, you can get $13 t-shirts, $14 tote bags, $11 mugs, classic hoodies, $35. It's going to get cold. They'll keep you warm, and you can promote the show.
1: One day when weed is universally legal, we'll have jock and nerd weed.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Kevin Smith got to do that. <laughs> I was so jealous. They have a Jay and Silent Bob. There's a couple of strains, and he's like selling them out of his own dispensary. One day. Only dream. We got goals. One we day. In the meantime, visit our T public shop. Buy Hashtag some shit. Goals. Hashtag goals. Take a picture if you buy something. I want to see it. Okay, last thing in the news. I kind of have to bum everybody out because I wanted to talk about. Some celebrities. We have a lot of celebrity deaths recently. Jesus Christ! A lot of talented people passing. You know, old people and then young people suddenly and other. But the most recent one, kind of hit uh, close to home here, connected to the show. You're a long time listener to the show. You will have heard this several times. I'm going to play it now. Okay. well, look, Wait, 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 wait. Yes.
2: Don't, don't don't associate the show with him. We we he was not connected to the show. But but he is in a very, 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 it is very, very, very small.
0: It, it is something that connects us to this person. Sure.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: Loosely connected, but it still, <laughs> it hits home because of this. Sure. Okay. This is Norm MacDonald and you're listening to the, uh,
1: uh, hang on. I got it here. Uh, it says
3: the jock and nerd podcast. Known for their series of gay erotica found on Amazon, huh? No, that's not that.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I fucked that up, I guess. I mean, there's nobody else but Norm MacDonald can deliver that joke. His delivery, his timing, uh-huh. that's tw- uh-huh. exactly. There's 26 seconds of comedic gold. Uh, and I'm sure the listener knows they passed away last week at 61 from uh, a private nine year battle, I think, with cancer. Which is crazy uh, that he was battling and nobody knew nine year private battle, and that just it just made me sad. The fucking he's his timing is comedic brilliance up there with like Steve Martin, one of the best guys to host Weekend Update. Uh, Rugs, you're a big Norm Macdonald fan. I've always loved him, and for him, yeah, I liked him. For our listener, Seth Morgan bought that cameo for us, and if you don't know the joke, listener, if you search Amazon for Jock and Nerd. There is a series of uh, gay erotic fiction on Amazon. Uh, It came out exact same time. We started the show. No connection. Mm. Just a weird coincidence. Debatable. Just a weird coincidence. (laughs) I don't know how that happened. I did not set that up, but that's why it's so funny, and he delivers it perfectly. Uh, Ruggs, what are your thoughts on Norm? Well,
1: Jesus, I don't even know what to say now. I had something to say, then you started talking. Uh, that's, what that's how that usually goes that's
2: what happens that's, that's, that's basically the show welcome to episode 400 400 people
1: well uh yeah i think norm mcdonald's very talented he got canceled very late in his career he tried to start up a new show and he came to roseanne Barr's defense because they were friends oh right and then that's it that was it like he fired uh from SNL. He, he got well well he got fired from snl from Talking about O.J. That's
0: right. Oh, my God. Just look up the O.J. Cl- jokes. He, for yeah. a whole year, so, had incredible O.J. jokes in 1996. Some guy that, uh, I guess, knew uh, the
1: guys at S- SNL got mad because he was friends with O.J., so he put pressure on him to get rid of Norm Macdonald.
0: But then a year later, he they asked him to host the show, and that yeah. monologue is fucking hilarious. Yeah, then he just tells them, <laughs> I, they fired me because I wasn't funny. But
1: then they hired me, so I guess uh, I got a lot funnier. I guess I got funnier <laughs> in the last year.
0: I, like, <laughs> I don't know how it's possible. Or the, and
1: then he said the show sucks now. Yes, it's like, he, oh he fucking... said the
0: show sucks. And that's why they did on the monologue is amazing. Amazing, yeah, he got balls. Norm, unapologetic and fucking savage, just savage anywhere. The co- clips with him on Conan, his like internet show. Anthony, what what is your? Uh, do you are a fan of Norm McDonald?
2: To be honest, I haven't really seen a ton of Norm Macdonald. I've seen him sometimes on like random specials, or I, I recognize the voice if he if he walked in, I would recognize him, but I, I can't really confidently comment on on his passing and what he means to he the. Was he was Billy Madison. I,
1: I, I'm going to let me let me just say a couple things. So number one, he was weekend uptick news anchor. All right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Scott Weinstein is uh, yeah. one of our friends. We've had him on the show. He works on updates. So there's a, there's a there's a there's a there's a tangential like uh link there. There is the fact that Norm McDonald was the one that brought Artie Lang to the Howard Stern Hell show yeah. and jump started his career, and then we got Artie Lang as a radio personality. So he knew funny. All right. So he kind of um he had like one of the most coveted jobs, which was um, you know, the SNL anchor. He fucking hooked up Howard Stern with, uh, you know, a very funny sidekick that he had for years, and um, the and the the third best thing that he ve- he's ever done is that I think he was on Conan, and there was a girl, Courtney Thorne oh, Smith, Courtney
0: Thorne Smith when uh, Melrose Place was on and popular.
1: Yeah, she she was like this big star, big beautiful girl. And she was in this movie with Carrot Top. Oh,
0: yes. Chairman of the board. The worst and movie Norm ever. And Norm
1: McDonald hates Carrot Top so much <laughs> that he just started pissing on the movie while she was there trying to sell promote it. Promote
0: the movie. It's and a-
1: he's just like, you're in a movie with Carrot Top? It's like, it's a, it's a piece of shit. Like, why are you? She's like, I'm trying to promote this movie. You're ruining my life right now. Oh, he's, he's like, so it's going to be
0: dog shit. Like, he just didn't care. No, he never gave a fuck, which is the best thing about Norm McDonald. Yeah, so- Hey man, hats off to you now. I mean, Burt Reynolds on Celebrity Jeopardy, Jeopardy where he's like, I'm turd, turd, Ferguson. turd Ferguson. That's why I'm That's, That's right. not my name. He goes, Turd Ferguson. Yeah, what do you want? <laughs> just chewing gum. It's so good. Just, uh, pour, it's, it, and just the fact that we have this cameo and I could put it at the beginning of the show, like it just means a lot more. That little well, twenty-six second video. If if he wasn't canceled for
1: defending one of his friends, right. he probably wouldn't need to do the cameo. I so know it was, that's it was how it worked. Out.
0: He ended up doing cameos. But yeah, but man, you'd never would have tell that he was he was battling cancer. He he seemed. I mean, I watched him. I watched he was doing. There's a stand-up clip of him like at the beginning of the pandemic in a little stage in New York, and he's doing fucking coronavirus jokes, and it's hilarious. Anthony, do you yes. know this? Is you might respect this.
1: Do you know who Elle McPherson is? Oh, they are. Elle From McPherson, uh, Sports Illustrated uh, model. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, she enemy. was called the body. All right, hmm. she was. She had like. Uh, she was like the cover girl for smoking. Smoking. Yes. Nor McDonald <laughs> hooked up with her in her prime. So there's another. What? Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. talk about a roster. That's a yes. good one. Wow. So that that
1: that's a high five right there. Good
0: for him. Yeah.
1: May he rest in peace. Yeah. Exact amount. Oh, so that's <laughs> just another one of us accomplishments. <laughs> so so Almost out. Le-
0: legend, dude, is the greatest. He lost a comedic, brilliant man. So I had to, I had to pay my respects on the show since I play his clip, and I'm going to keep playing it. Uh, all right, let's take a break here, play some promos, and we're going to come back and talk about what if Killmonger had saved Tony Stark. Right after this.
2: Check out Piecing It Together on your favorite podcast app or check us out on piecingpod.com. You can also follow us on social media at piecingpod. Piecing It Together is a part of the All Points West Podcast Network.
3: What's up, everybody? This is Mr. Throwback Thursday from the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast. Along with my co-host, Bill. Every Thursday, we bring you classic hip-hop. Classic. Blah, blah, straight classic. Classic. You know, all the good stuff, the stuff that you forgot about, the golden age, pre-golden age, back to the original era. Each week we bring you hip-hop headlines, so we let you know what's going on with your favorite artists from back in the day. We bring you Woo News. We dedicate an entire segment just to the Wu-Tang Clan every week. Clan ain't nothing to fuck with. We bring you two records. One is a one and done, one is a record of the week. We give you an artist of the month. We give you all the classics. Classic. Blah, blah, street. Classic. Come and check us out every week. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and at MrThrowbackThursday.com. And if you remember nothing else, always remember new school stale, old school fresh.
2: Doc and her.
0: Listener, if you enjoy the show and you've been with us every week for the past 400 episodes, uh, you need to Jesus join. Christ, why? I don't know, but if you're doing that, you want to join our fan club. Visit slash Patreon. Where you can give back for the entertainment, barely entertainment bullshit we've been giving, pumping out for fucking six years. Anyways, everybody, you sign up for as little as $3 a month of support. You get access to a bonus podcast feed where the shows come out early, instant reactions. There's bonus content, uh, little movie reviews, lots of stuff to dig into there. I got to say huge shout out to our buddy Jason Dutch over at the uh, Dig on America podcast previously known as Voice from the Underground Podcast, I don't know, Dagon America Podcast. He just today, before we started recording, bumped up his pledge to the $5 a month tier. Oh, shit. Thank you. That means he can join us on our monthly Patreon-only Discord Hangouts. That's right. You sign up for $5 a month or more, you get access to our Discord server, where we're doing monthly Hangouts the fourth Thursday of every month. In fact, September's is, if you're listening to the show, the day it posts, it is tomorrow. It is Thursday, September 23rd, this week, 8 p.m. Central Time on the Discord server. We'll be hanging out there. Anthony will not be hanging out there. No, I Lame. forgot and Book something. Okay. Rugs, are you and feeling the, up for yeah. it then? I'll be here. All right. Me and Rugs will be here. <laughs> he sounds so enthusiastic. I know he does. It's fine. Uh, i'll do it god uh, damn it i uh, brought it up I'll okay do it here. yes yeah, this was your I idea it, at the I, beginning. I said i'll do it listen this was your fucking idea ruck you know i know i'm doing bullshit. it anyways i, I didn't say it wasn't gonna be know, there it'll be fun we've had a good time uh it's the last thursday of every month so if you miss this one we'll have another one in october no worries i'm gonna get drunk with, uh, with my fans that's the best thing get drunk get high hang out <laughs> talk about movies and geek shit it's a good time yeah. Uh, So, the, and then there's a bunch of other tiers with fun rewards. Sign up, com slash Patreon. We'd appreciate it. Let's get to this week's review. I want everyone to come to the thing. Okay, I thought you should elaborate Uh, the end of yeah. the sentence in the weird come place. Come to the, what is it? We do? Come to we? the Discord. The Discord. Yeah, come yes. to that. <laughs> so we're going to have fun. Hope to Not see you it. there. To it. To it. Yeah. There you go. We have to be specific. We're in it. Yes. No, no, no. You can come on it if you want. (laughs) Do whatever you want. Um, This week's review of What If on Disney Plus, we are up to episode six. This one titled, What If Killmonger Rescued Tony Stark? Here's your spoiler alerts. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This one plays around in the first Iron Man movie and a little bit of Black Panther and a little bit of Age of Ultron, and you have all of the supporting voice casts from the movie the majority of people are here Michael B Jordan as Killmonger John Favreau Happy Hogan Chadwick Boseman this is the last time we're going we he gets one line in this one by the way there's not much but this may be the last time we hear Chadwick as we think it is. uh Angela Bassett come returning as uh the queen Queen Ramonda Denai Guerrero as Okoye Andy Serkis as Ulysses Klaue Don Cheadle retconned into Terrence Howard's body as Rhodey because it wouldn't have been Terrence Howard. But it's just like they did with the first Hulk movie. They put Ruffalo in there. They put Cheadle in this. Paul Bettany's Jarvis. You hear him in the background. Uh, then you have John Connie as T'Chaka's father. And uh, not joining the, the game is, of course, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Mick Wingert as Tony Stark. Does a good Tony Stark. And Kiff Vanden Huevel as Obadiah Stane. Mm. Uh, it was played by, what's his name? Is that Jeff Bridges? Uh, Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. yeah, And Beth Hoyt as Pepper Potts. So Gwyneth Paltrow. They, oh,
1: that wasn't, that wasn't you Gwyneth Paltrow? No, you
0: could tell, too. It didn't sound like Yeah, you could tell. It did sound like it. She didn't want anything to do with it. Also, a uh, different person voicing a younger Shuri was Yoma Aga- Akagaha, voicing Shuri, and Michael Patrick McGill. So this all, this all happened earlier. This would have happened like in 2008. Uh, right. in the first Iron Man movie. Anthony, give us the quick plot synopsis of this what-if.
2: These what-ifs are... The plot synopsises are kind of easy and also kind of hard. Yes. as evidenced by last week because yes. I forget <laughs> after having watched it. But the title gives it away, right? Yep. So, this one, the, the moment that changes everything is Tony Stark, as in the first Iron Man's, you know, in Afghanistan touring around with the troops. His convoy gets ambushed by the Ten Rings, but he gets saved. Killmonger saves him. By saving him Killmonger ingratiates himself with Tony and they become business partners. Obadiah Stane never gets a chance to double cross Tony. Killmonger's in charge of like weapons and yeah, without giving, you know, I don't want to j- jump in and tell everything that happened, but there's a lot uh, obviously Killmonger had other intentions yes, he did. and this is Killmonger's way of getting at the world rather than in Black Panther, where he infiltrated Wakanda and uh, took over as king. So,
0: yeah. Uh, rugs, let's start with you. Give us some overall thoughts on this one and we will dive in and kind of break down some of the moments because some crazy shit does happen.
1: Overall. I liked it. Um, I just didn't like how it ended on this like weird cliffhanger again. Yeah. I feel like they should just fucking finish the story.
0: Yeah, a lot of these shows don't have endings. A lot of these or, episodes do Or, or do a
1: To Be Continued episode and yeah. epilogue it. Like, I just don't like that it ends in this open-ended shit. But other than that, I enjoyed it. The uh, biggest criticism I have is I hate Tony Stark's character design. Mm. It looks like dog shit. He looks a little weird. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some of these are, like, better than others. Like, for some reason, um... um well, I forgot his name now. Fucking the ba- the bad guy in this. Oh, uh oh, Michael B Killmonger. Jordan, Killmonger. Killmonger. Man, why like, can't remember oh. it's too late. It's too late at night. It's Ow. Killmonger, too tired. <laughs> Killmonger. Like he looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like he looks um he looks great, but Tony Stark looks like dog shit. Like I'm like why can't they get it right? So, some of the faces don't look good they, in this it show. It looks like
0: they spent more time on uh Michael B Jordan's face than on uh, Robert Downey. Like everybody from Wakanda
1: looked amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, even uh the claw look looked pretty good. Like his character design looked good. But like Tony Stark looks like terrible. <laughs> and so it's I just it kept bugging me the whole show. Um but anyway, with that said, I feel like it's very interesting how he manipulates Tony and um you know, his eyes on the prize. He wants to get into Wakanda, he wants to kind of subvert and like uh Use Wakanda to as his weapon against the world, and and he's doing this by manipulating Tony into a war, and that's all great. The thing that stuck out was, does he
3: make robots in the other universes? Uh, uh, <laughs>
1: drones and ooh, Eric Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he mm, he's smart? Is he doing Iron Man shit? Is mm, he making he's Gundams? He's making. They're making Gundams now. <laughs> he's MIT. We what? We went to MIT. Like I guess this is he's
0: a smart. Different... He's smart. Top of his Wait, class yeah. at MIT. Um. Uh, you know, isn't that Tony the top of class? I thought they MIT? both were. I don't know, maybe it was Tony. Anthony, what did you remember. think about seeing uh Killmonger used again? Which I thought was one of the best things about this episode is we always talk about how they kill off their best fucking villains, Marvel, but Hair is a great chance for to use Killmonger.
2: Yeah, I you know, that's a good point that we find we get to see Killmonger back. Um, and he is one of the more interesting characters in the, in the entire MCU, his motivation. So, you know, you had to know the entire time at least I knew I was kind of hoping that he might just be on the straight and narrow, but you knew that the entire time he had some sort of plan underway to do something, right? Like he wanted, obviously he has a whole, he has a grudge against the way his people have been treated by the world. And uh, it was kind of fun to see him manipulating the chess pieces to go against each other. I think the ending, I think these last two episodes of the way it's ended, I think they're going to resolve that stuff I think in the last episode. Yeah. Because it would be kind of odd to end these last two on cliffhangers like this that. This one
0: was a big cliffhanger, too. So I'm like, what the fuck? None of these episodes, some of these episodes don't have fucking endings. They're two acts of a thing, and then they just leave you hanging. But how is, like, I mean, how is, uh,
1: they are they going to do it, like, as an, an- anthology yeah, ending? Because the, the, they're you all know
0: different know stories. My hunch is a lot of these hanging threads maybe wrap up when they do the Guardians of the Multiverse thing.
2: Right where they're they're jumping around. Yeah, and, and you
0: kind of see things. yeah, you see the dip, the ends of these different episodes and what happens and then they collect the 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 team. We'll get to that cuz they put out a promo video that kind of hinted at things. But just like you said, the whole beginning uh beginning of Iron Man beautifully recreated, you know, they're taking the pictures, it's great. And it's such a a simple a simple change. Killmonger who in this is a decorated Navy SEAL who's in Afghanistan. F- saves him, sending Tony into a huge different trajectory. Uh, some of the big changes being uh, Tony doesn't stop making weapons and never becomes Iron Man, who would eventually stop Thanos. So you're like, in this universe, that Thanos shit happens. They got nothing. They got no Avengers. They got no Tony Stark to figure it out. So I thought that was crazy how, how everything changes dramatically. And then I did love this. Killmonger, right in the beginning at the press conference, just fucking blows open Obadiah Stane's spot, gets him out of the way, <laughs> right away, done. Like, that first movie should have been like 20 minutes instead of, you know, stretching it out. So I thought that was I thought that was good. That was good writing. Uh, and then we get into the part where, yeah, they're building Gundams powered by vibranium and Eric has his father's ring and he melts it down. And then another interesting thing where Tony's there for a second, he's thinking about a power source. And he's like, what if I shrink down an arc reactor? He's like, yeah, it's a dumb idea. <laughs> and he just fucking blows it off. Well, he was
2: always, it seemed like he was always going to invent weapons oh, that yeah. were either drones or, you know, man, man, uh, powered. but it looks like, you know, because he doesn't get captured, he doesn't need to Doesn't get injured in- yeah, he doesn't need to, to build something to save his life, thus getting into the Iron Man suit. So in this, in this scenario, he just builds drones.
0: Yeah, he does never gets to that realization that, like, oh, I built. Because the, the best is a man in the suit. Yes. And then he doesn't need to build weapons. Because his reasoning in this is like, I saw my weapons used to harm innocent soldiers. And then his logical conclusion is, I got to make bigger and better weapons instead of the right. other way around, <laughs> right. which is fucking crazy. So they, they read Khan, Don Cheadle, Rhodey. He's there. Everybody's suspicious. I did love the scene where they go to claw to get the vibranium and the, the double crosses start to show up as uh killmonger gets the vibranium and he kills fucking T'Challa and Rhodey right there. I found it kind of curious that he
2: was able to just kill T'Challa yeah, with the, the sonic repulsor. Yeah. Thing. Hmm. That was wild. I was like, I, I saw them like collapse and I was just like, Oh, he knocked him out. And then I was like, Oh, he's dead. I didn't think
0: it killed to me Yeah. Dead? But and I love uh, killmonger's like, Sorry, cuz just the great Killmonger lines. Um, and then I love, I kind of love some of the dialogue where the deaths are brutal because Brody's not dead and he's like, Eric, why? And Killmonger's like, Why wear the uniforms of your oppressors? Why die for them? And Brody's like, You gotta be a part of the system to fight the system. And he's like, Nah, I'm just gonna burn it down. And he fucking stabs him. I was like, That's fucking cold. That's awesome. They they do give him good lines. They gave him some great Absolutely. lines. Oh my yeah. god! And then he frames Rhodey for killing T'Challa, causing a huge international incident. The U.S. is now going to be at war with fucking Wakanda. Brilliant move on his part. Uh, to what well, also pits Tony against Wakanda? Now. Yes. Uh so speaking of Tony, Tony obviously busts Killmonger on killing Rhodey and T'Challa. He has the video, and uh, he sets one of his drones on killmonger and he's i love that he's like i got a freestyle because he knows my moves uses the wakandan spear takes down the drone and fucking kills tony Stark. and then some more great lines well that spear now frames the wakandans oh yes that the wakandans killed fucking tony Stark. oh my god that's so good and and tony's like look we're both orphan kids we're fighting the same battles and killmonger eric's like we're not fighting the same battles and he's like, the difference between you and me is the fact that you can't see the difference between you and me. I was that's like, fuck, line, that's you know? so good. And also, have you noticed Tony Stark has died like three fucking times on the show already? Just kill, they keep kill Iron Man. It. They
2: like kill him like right off the bat. Tony over. They're like, we don't have Robert Downey Jr., so we <laughs> yeah. might as well kill this fuck guy you, right Downey, off Downey,
0: we're going to kill you in every episode. Oh, and then, so then uh, Claw gets Killmonger to Wakanda and then. He pulls the same thing he pulled in the movie. He kills Claw and brings him as an offering to King T'Chaka, just like in Black Panther. And since T'Challa is dead, he thinks he's going to be the next Black Panther. And then this battle scene is amazing because the U.S. has sent these Gundam drones to Wakanda under the bubble. And he figures out if he can trap them in the bubble and you open it, let him in, close the bubble. Their transmitter is done because he's helped build them. And it's true. And they didn't believe him, and he stops the drones. But then he's like, "Oh, I'm going farther," and he activates all the drones, and in, in, in essence, launching them at war that he set so he can join them and look good. And I gotta tell you, watching Killmonger on a fucking rhino with armor mowing down droids was fucking amazing. That was that was badass. That whole scene was kind of emotional, and they're all like, they're saying the Wakandan chant. They're like, "Wakanda forever!" For T'Challa. Uh, what'd you guys think of that scene? I thought that shit was dope. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah,
2: I was um I was trying to figure out like when he would make a move and like what move he was making. Like I didn't know if he was going to jump on the the American side right. and help mow down the Wakandans.
0: Yeah, what side he uh, wants but, to be on. Yeah.
2: Right, but he he kind of fr- like as you mentioned, he framed it in a way to make himself look like a hero, even more so already to the Wakandans.
0: I mean, his, yeah, his uh and that fucking even the queen gets into it. There's this one move where she throws the spear through two droids and it sticks there. And then she flips and jumps on the droids and then just rips the spear straight up. And she's like, "For T'Challa. And there's a tear. I was like, Oh fuck. That's
1: good. Yeah. She's been drinking that purple stuff. Holy
0: shit. That's <laughs> badass. So this is what, oh, that this stuff. is what I didn't understand a little bit about. Killmonger at this point doesn't have any powers,
2: right? Uh, no, not yet. He's just a really well-trained.
0: Assassin. Okay. So, okay. So then I have a little nitpick going back to the, the very beginning where he just picks up the bomb and hurls it into the air. Can you do that if you don't have powers? That it thing wouldn't be been, far enough either. They, it wouldn't you be would far have landed enough. landed right in, That thing is fucking heavy. How is he launching that into the air? <laughs> I thought that was weird. Yeah, it is weird. Bugs, did you notice all like the anime references? He goes first of all. He says, "I like anime." There's the Gundam, but then his suit in the beginning is like a Dragon Ball Z costume. Yeah, it looks like uh, Vegeta. Vegeta's suit. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a nice little. Not. So, anyways, his plan, it's the whole time, manipulating everybody to get in this war, make himself a hero, and become Black Panther works. He takes the fucking herb and becomes the next Black Panther, and he's wearing the dope gold Black Panther suit you see uh-huh. in Black Panther. And then he, he goes to visit the ancestral plane and gets a nice little warning from T'Challa, who's there, about power and how unearned power is going to get the best of you. As we see the U.S. getting ready to attack Wakanda... And then the final bit is a younger Shuri going to see Pepper Potts, who she was suspicious of Killmonger the whole time. She shows him the video. She has proof that Killmonger killed Tony. And it's up now, it's up to Pepper and Shuri to stop Killmonger and to go and tell the government. Like those people are come they're at the gate, right? Aren't they? The drones at the end, they're like going.
2: To, oh there's a lot more
0: right yeah there's a lot more heading and then it just ends and you're like what what the fuck
2: yeah it does just end
0: what the fuck happened why don't these shows have an ending
2: well the last two the last right? two how, haven't the, the last one how did that end again
0: uh, the zombies one was a cliffhanger remember Thanos was a zombie and he was waiting oh, for Thanos, them at yeah, yeah. Wakanda yeah, yeah. and they're bringing the mind stone to them
2: yes yes yes, and yes I was
0: yes. like ah what happens now same thing here <laughs> you're like what the fuck <laughs> oh, Killmonger now. is fucking Black Panther and there's gonna be a huge war
2: yeah, and we don't know, we don't know, uh, or we we, want, we got to find out how they, how they, if they stop them, right? If Shuri and, and Pepper Potts coming together, can yeah. with, like, what can they do to stop him Or what will they invent? Do you think they'll invent oh, an yeah. Iron Man suit? or
0: I like
1: that. They got nothing. They got nothing. Yeah. You're going to get some Iron Man shit. Get some Iron, Iron Heart. Iron, Iron Lady. Iron Heart. Or no, what's her, what is her, oh, what, what is it when Pepper Potts, Potts was his...
0: Iron Maiden? No, no. No, Iron Maiden That's was somebody fan. else. Uh, she had the blue suit. The I can't remember what the fuck it was. Called. Rescue, Iron Rescue? No, no. She, she just becomes armor. Rescue. Yeah, it yeah. was the Rescue yeah. Armor.
2: Yeah, as she—that's her Her—that's a terrible name, but it's. <laughs> and rescue. You still
0: got so, but you never have. They have to. So maybe this leads to them building this Right, you said a suit because nobody built the. Shuri
2: would be the the next one of the smartest yeah, people in the universe as well.
0: They, that would make sense. They would then create the suit with maybe an arc right. reactor that they they figured out finally because nobody made the suit. Uh, somebody else made this interesting uh, observation and I'm just stealing it is that in this episode, Killmonger is Emperor Palpatine. If you think about it, they both yeah. create artificial armies to play two sides against each other, fighting for one while secretly arming the other, all with the ultimate intention of seizing power when the dust settles. He, they made him fucking Palpatine. I, I'm not mad at it. I like it in this, in this uh, context. Right. But he didn't train a Jedi. He didn't train any Jedi. Mm. No clones, but there's droids. So I don't know. All in all, it was it was fun. And uh, again, my, my favorite thing was getting to see more of Killmonger because I hate it when they kill all the best fucking villains.
2: Where did you? Where would you mm. have this one ranked?
0: Mm. Oh, so jeez! Still at the top <laughs> is the Doctor Strange, the Black mm. Panther, Star Lord one is hella fun. Zombies was. fun. One, and then maybe this one.
1: Okay, I think the writing on this is actually very. good. The writing
0: good. on this is better. I might like this one better than zombies. And then the bottom is the the Hank Pym one in the first episode that was just kind of too
2: predictable. Yeah. The problem, as you guys mentioned, is it's if if we need to we need to see what the ending is. If it's just like that, that's a half. This
0: better be leading episode. to some crazy shit in this last episode with the Guardians of the Multiverse.
2: So we got what? This is episode six. We have nine total. I
0: think there's nine. So next week, seven, finally, we're going to get the party Thor episode, which is, I believe, what if Thor was not worthy, but could still lift the Molinar or something? Mjolnir. Brown. Mjolnir. Brown. 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 But did you see this promo they put out? It's, they're calling it an episode seven promo, but it's kind of like a mid season, like setting up the second half, right? Oh,
2: let me, you, let me let me see. Wait,
0: you see the return of some interesting characters. At the end, they're listing off a bunch of characters. Are these the guardians of the multiverse? Here's who they list off in order: Steve Rogers, skinny uh-huh. Steve yeah. Rogers, right? So it's going to be him in the suit. Loki. Uh-huh. Okay, we know Loki's been around. Hulk. I had a question whether Hulk survived that battle uh with Zombie Wanda in the Zombie episode. Apparently, he did. He's still around. Captain Marvel, who we saw briefly at the end of one of the episodes. Uh, Gamora. Uh, Killmonger. Winter Soldier. Again, another guy thrown into the distance. We didn't see him actually die. Vision. This one confused me. Vision. What? He pulled he his. Died. He pulled his fucking mind stone out of his head. I guess they can make another one. I don't know. Put it back in. I don't know how Vision's back.
2: Uh, yeah, you know, what? and then the two Doctor Strange. I don't think that meant that those were the the Guardians.
0: Oh, and then they met. They say Black Widow, which is another person we saw disappear. We didn't see them get killed explicitly. And then both Doctor Stranges, which is fucking dope. I love the evil Doctor Strange. You notice they do like that spin Avengers shot from the first movie. Yeah. Then it, it flickers to the the new the Guardians.
2: Guardian. Well, in that one you see Captain America, but you see, I mean, Captain Carter. So yes, Captain did.
0: Carter. So that already tells me that those those names are not the yeah. Why did they list these people? Because I thought the Guardians of the Multiverse were going to be a slightly different group. It's very yeah. It was weird weird choice of people. Yeah, I don't know why
2: they they pointed if they they aren't destined for something.
0: But you do see a little bit of the Thor um, episode with the Grandmaster and Korg. And yeah, uh, I think
2: either either he's Doctor Strange is with him in that, or there's another episode where they're together. And which Doctor Strange?
0: Yeah, you see, yeah, they're together. That might be you know. There's another
2: kind of cliffhanger ending. I forgot in the second episode where Peter Quill Ego just oh, visits Peter. Yes,
0: Quill. they show Ego real quick. Yes, yeah, he's like, hey,
2: son or whatever. So we need to see what
0: happens to Ego when he has Peter without the Guardians, and he becomes right. totally. I don't evil. think they are gonna resolve that. I think we may see Ego again because he's a. I mean, he's a big force, and he's celestial. He definitely can fuck up the multiverse. I feel. uh anyways, interesting. We have a few more, few more episodes. Left I think tickle. three more, right? I think three more. Three more. They better and better satisfactorily, Disney. Or I'm going to be shaking my fist at you. I'd be curious day. to see how
2: many people are watching What
0: If. I don't think a lot of people are. <laughs> Do it right. <laughs> the hardcores are, but... Uh, yeah, we are. Yeah. I think this one probably didn't All have... All the
1: podcasters
0: watch. Uh, yeah, I, I, but I don't think this has as wide appeal as the TV shows no, have no. had. No, uh, and I think it. I it, the numbers seem to be going up in the premieres, so more people started watching each show. But then it's going to dip on this one. Hawkeye might bring them back. I'm excited for the Hawkeye. Rugs, what would you think of that trailer? We talked about it last week, but you weren't here. It looked fun, right? Looks fun. That's what we said. It's just fun. <laughs> That's all Rugs has. I
1: wasn't blown away by it. It, was, it looked okay. It was just like, oh, the music made it seem like it was going to be a comedy. I'm like, I hope it's. N- not a comedy. I mean, I'm sure it's had light moments, but I, f- I feel like it should be like an espionage
0: action comedy I, feel. I'm thinking it's yeah. gonna be an action comedy. I wish he would have just kept it as he looked fun. It was fun, and then I was
2: like, "Oh, all right, moving well, on, moving on." <laughs> <laughs> all right, because <laughs> you asked him something earlier. I forgot in the earlier in the show. Oh, and he was like, "Some his ah. thoughts on
0: something." He was like, "Ah, eh, okay." Listen, we're dealing with a slightly uh, exhausted Rux. It's okay. Exhausted. It's okay. Exhausted. Exhausted. All right, Ruggs, get those fucking ass cheeks ready. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. Hold on.
1: Uh-oh.
2: Oh, Oh, that was one of those...
1: Preemptive it flushes. It's Yeah, you
0: gotta it do it. where you're still stinks. pushing,
2: but you're like, you know what? I gotta get this. Out. I gotta. I gotta get this down the toilet.
0: Can I get a courtesy uh, flush over here? Yeah. I need to catch my breath. <laughs> that sounded like Gamera's roar a little bit. Squeaky <laughs> Gamera roar. <laughs> a little part. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> all right, I got one. Did you watch all the Gamera? We can discuss that. And what are we watching? I watched the tr- the trilogy in the nineties. I fucking I fucking loved, I fucking loved it's it. It's fantastic. It's so good. That's nah, great. Solid trilogy. I, I'm glad I watched it. But news from the nation. I got one thing from listener David Zika regarding what if. He says listening to this week's episode, and it occurred to me that the what if episode I want is what if Thanos had snapped away the other half of the population. You could do an epic story, but have to use entirely different set of characters, except maybe Ant Man. Uh, this is an interesting idea.
2: I do like that idea. Right? If- what they what and how they if they could have.
0: You, know, you they you would book
2: it as maybe them winning, but you would. Uh, oh,
0: but they would still lose the other half.
2: Well, no, I'm saying like you would, you would try to come up with a different way for them to figure it out how to win.
0: It'd
1: be great if like. Thanos snapped his fingers and all of the like the important Avengers. Yeah, all the died. smart people are gone and then you just yeah, left the, the we, and then they just go, you know what? Fuck it. just go home. Like you <laughs> can't up, do anything.
0: It's up to Peter Quill
1: and fucking <laughs> Rocket and they're we like lost.
0: They're yeah. like, you know what? We're just gonna go to a different planet. Fuck is, this place. Yeah, half of us are <laughs>
1: left. Let's see what we can do with this shit.
0: Yeah, we and I remember we talked about that, I think when the movie came out, we were like, What if it was the other way? Like they you know, they did they snapped the OG characters and not the new ones. Um because then it would have been, then going in you'd be like, oh, you know, like fucking T'Challa and Spider-Man are coming back. But if they had snapped Iron Man and Steve and Steve Rogers, you'd be like, what the fuck? Maybe they're not coming back. Maybe this is how they killed them. Interesting. Good idea, Disney. Make it happen. <laughs> we got we got an interesting out of rug, so that's oh good. <laughs> we still a lot. All right, let's fucking finish up. You fucks with some. What are we watching, Anthony? I, I would try and respond, but I don't have the energy to do it. <laughs> Okay, we squeezed the last few bits of energy out of Rugboy. On- we sprinkled a little Valium in Listen, his beer nothing, today. Nothing like episode 400 to have an excited Rugboy with us. <laughs> oh, yes, that much.
1: Welcome to 400.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck that show. It's a celebration. It's
3: Fucking fantastic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> are you watching anything? Any polyglots? Polygon?
2: I was still watching a lot of Shoma. Uh, the, that's, another poly, that's a polyglot. There was a, a good YouTube video made by Nando versus Movies about why Wenwu is the best Marvel villain. Oh, that that's they've interesting.
3: Done.
0: Yeah. Um, ah, cool.
2: What else have I watched? I, I watch a ton of YouTube. Better than Killmonger? I don't know. Perhaps. I have to watch. You'd the- have to watch the video. I did see that um, title.
0: Uh, I didn't watch it though. But yeah,
2: that's about it. I, you know, I haven't really caught a movie or anything. I'm I'm not I'm not that guy anymore. I'm a changed. I'm I've reverted back. I've de-evolved. I've gone back to I'm back to from like a n- normal Homo sapien to back to being a
0: Neanderthal. Well, and so. the next movie that we're going to be watching is B- Venom. So that's going to be really highbrow. Ooh, we're, all, we're
1: all headed in that direction. I, yes, highbrow. Yeah, that'll, that'll put me back to like
2: <laughs> yes. Cro magnet yes. status or whatever. I'll <laughs> take
0: it right back to Josh's like status. To the,
2: the, like the, the ape, when the <laughs> apes first started yes. walking upright.
0: Yes, you know that, that drawing of the evolution of man? Yeah, it's going to take you down about six fucking stages, the Venom sequel. Yeah. Gonna by be by the end of
2: this, I'll be like Rugboy with just one word answers. It's fine. Eat. <laughs> Hunt. It's
0: very brown. <laughs> brown. I <Iron root>. am <laughs> <laughs> Or You're like the fucking King Shark in that movie. Cat. Yeah. And, oh. uh, <laughs> well, I had
1: like a good. I had a good run in the beginning of the show. I actually made yeah, it some we, kind we, of We've
0: point. we've pushed. You're Listen, running on e. You had a good run for a couple of years. It's you know you can't sustain. You, you, that you, yeah, not everyone no can can the game. Game.
1: Listen, I've aged out of this. Right? <laughs> I'm I'm too old and I don't
0: care anymore. We moved on to the TikTok <laughs> generation. Do? Trying to get them to listen. Ruggs, what have you been watching? You been watching anything fun? I watched Why the Last you Man. You did. So did I. How many episodes did you watch? I watched all three. All three. I think. I think four. It comes out every Monday. So a fourth is out right now. What did you think of this? Oh, really? Yes. Mm. First of all, did you read the books? Yeah, I read the books. Okay, so what do you think? I don't remember them, okay. but I read them. Yeah. What do you think
1: of the show so far? I'm waiting for the girls with with only one tit to show up. Oh, that's a thing?
0: Oh. Holy yeah, there's shit. a whole, is that like a defect, like a mutation? No,
1: it's okay. So in the, uh, the actual books, like they cut to this, you have um, characters that haven't been introduced yet okay. in the show Okay. and it unfolds differently. But uh basically there's the, uh, the main antagonist is uh, the Amazons, which are this militant group of women that hate men oh, shit. and want to keep women from trying to figure out how to get men back and they cut off one of their tits as a show of like wow. solidarity cuz like that's like oh, the ancient amazons used to cut off their tits so they could be good at archery and oh, and, yeah. and stuff so um, cuz the tits were getting in the, the way the breast side you'd cut, cut off the one breast side sure that's right sure so it's like not what they do and so they uh so they're like a big presence that's hardcore. in in the uh in the comics and Yorick is less of a fucking loser in the comics. He's more of like a smart ass and willing to fucking, you know,
0: fucking throw down and shit and get into trouble. I've heard the comics are a little more fun. This show is very dark and, and bleak. I'm digging it. I like it so far. It's, it's very interesting. It's fascinating premise. Like Yorick basically goes
1: and he, you know, he, he walks around in that gas mask for a while in the comics and then he sees a hot chick and then, Immediately takes it off. (laughs) He's obsessed with finding his girlfriend in the comics. Right, and
0: this too. He's always like, what's her name, Becky? That carries
1: over. Um, And um, and Agent 355 is is the same character.
0: Well, Agent 355 is very interesting. Anthony, you might like this. There, We talked about the premise, right? Everybody with a Y chromosome Mm -hmm. suddenly dies all at Mm. once, except this one dude, Yorick, and his capuchin monkey, uh, buddy Ampersand, who is also male, and uh everyone is like, How the fuck is this guy? And they have to kind of keep him a secret because the people are storming the gates of the 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 Capitol and the White House, and the lady who just became Speaker of the House, the whole presidential uh line is just decimated. So she was speaker of the house, now she's president. Very Battlestar Galactica. Very Battlestar Galactica, very kind of uh what walking dead. That? It's on Hulu. Okay, and it is just a fascinating premise, and I can't wait it's to see what they take burn, it. It's slow, but yeah. it it's a slow burn.
1: Um, it's done very well. There's top notch actors in it. The acting is good. Yeah, I'm we I'm watching it because I liked Why the Last Man when I read it well, all like in the early 2000s. Ryan
0: Vaughn writes good shit too, man.
1: Um, and I remember it being very very cool. And it's uh, interesting how they handled. They, cause like, I remember when reading Why the Last Man, they were, uh, when York uh, like, uh, exposes himself to the Amazons. Yeah. Uh, they're like, you're not a man. You're like one of the cross-dressers and just the word cross-dresser. Oh. And in this show, they actually have trans men, like, or, or women that have converted to being men through testosterone and that they, so they, they exist there and they did not die out. Those are
0: those are men that still those are men that still exist. This is persist. what I think is going to be the most interesting because th- you're right. He didn't have a chance to address this in the book that was written like 15 years ago. But now they w- are going to deal with trans people and non-binary people. So you would have a tra- like you said, a trans man community
1: w- left over. Would yeah, still will
0: be alive. And the trans women would all died out. That's right. So this is going to be really. I can't wait to see how he deals with this and how that works. in. like, I find the premise just utterly fucking fascinating. Uh, yeah, there's some fascinating shit going on
1: there, and it, it adds another dimension to it. But um, I feel like the comic book gets gets to it a lot quicker and a lot, and it's a lot more. Um, it's a
0: little decompressed here.
1: Yeah. So I feel like I hate when they they have to make it. I mean, I know that they're they're trying to set up the whole scene of what's
0: going on, chaos and everything. Yeah, everything goes to shit instantly. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I was watching Sweet Tooth again. Oh, it's a little bit it reminded fe- me of Sweet it Tooth. It felt me. It
1: felt me. It, it, it reminded me of Sweet Tooth. It reminded me of Walking Dead. Yeah, it reminded it me, me of all these post
0: apocalyptic yeah. yep, things. Yep, it is but, another one of those shows.
1: But I'm going to watch it. I I, I enjoyed it. I watched all three episodes back to back. Yeah, it's a wow. good watch.
0: It's only three episodes. Yeah, well, they come out once a week. Ah, so the fourth one just dropped today. It comes out on Monday. So That's probably oh, going to be shit, about watch that. ten episodes. I'm gonna, I gotta, I watch gotta, I gotta
1: watch the new He Man that just came oh, out. Oh yeah, I oh, have. Not. I did I,
0: not I I saw kid.
2: someone wrote on our, <laughs> I think our it was page that, like, yeah, Daryl. He's like, I watch it so you guys won't have to.
1: <laughs> he oh, said, oh, I'm gonna yeah, watch it so, so I not. could. I, I'm going to have to, that'll charge me up for a rant next week. I, you
0: know Ooh, what? I might have to
2: check watch in. it. I might have to check <laughs> in one episode <laughs> we, just to we see. Need, we need some gasoline in that tank for next <laughs> week. Yes, so we need watch something.
0: It. Listen, 400 was a bust. 401 is the one that's going to be great, listener. <laughs> just, just wait.
2: We busted too early. We I think we peaked at like episode seven.
0: Probably. <laughs> and, now, <laughs> and now we're at 400. We peaked when your buddy came to review Age of Ultron with us, Rex. Yeah, no, that's
2: Rex. when we yeah. peaked. Yeah, now we're just, we've just been. So
1: 10.
0: Listen, yeah. I'm sorry the show sucks.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll stay home <laughs>
1: next time. I won't come to the show anymore. Not funny. <laughs>
2: How do you feel? Good. It's good. It's, it's fine. You do the good. Show? Yeah. It's
1: fine.
0: Okay. Okay, look, I got one more thing. Speaking of performances, another show that came back on Hulu, Wu-Tang: An American Saga season 2. Uh this is the story of the Wu-Tang clan. It's for the kids. It's for Wu-Tang. It's for the kids. It's for the children. Uh, yeah. Great great actors, great performances, great characters. I'm digging. Second season is really good. Again, my only nitpick with this is like why. It's very decompressed. Like we're in the, the beginning of the second season. They're still not the fucking Wu-Tang Clan yet. There's a lot to fucking set up. Uh And there's a, there's a, a whole journey. So they're just starting to write the fucking one big Wu-Tang hit. And, uh, Method Man just like figured out what his name is. So there's a lot of characters, but it's the fucking drama is very good. The performances are good. I just wish there was more fucking music in the show, but it's not that kind of show, I guess. It's not so much rapping. Yeah. But it's good. It really follows, uh, Rizza. Bobby is like the main guy. And cause he had a whole career as Prince Rakim with the label before Wu Tang. And, you know, it soured him on things. And then he was like, wait, I just do it myself. Fuck, why do I need to you know, listen to tell them to tell me what to wear and shit? Uh, so it's starting to get to that. And a couple other things had to happen for them to. But it's good. It's good. I like it. And let's stick to Hulu. There's a third show that's delightful. That some, How many shows do you watch? Somebody may like. I watch as many as I can shove in. Hulu, oh, though, God. there's been a lot of great shows on Hulu. This one is called Only Murders in the Building. It's a half hour comedy. Oh,
1: yeah. I've been meaning to check that out.
0: Starring... Check out this cast. Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. What? And it's about – they all live in this fancy building called the Arconia, and they're all fans of true crime podcasts. So they spoof serial a little bit. They even use, like, the music a little bit, and and Tina Fey plays, like, the Sarah Koenig part. Uh, When there's a murder in their building, and the three of them all kind of meet, and they decide to make a podcast about the murder in the building. And the title is kind of funny because Martin Short goes, oh, there's this other guy that died down the street. We can start a podcast about him. And Steve Martin's like, no, only murders in the building. And so that's (laughs) where the title is. But let me tell you, I love Steve Martin. Love Martin Short. Their chemistry with Selena Gomez is amazing. She's great in this. Uh, And it's just a delightful, really quirky, funny show. They all have interesting backstories that are slowly revealed. So it's good. You you like It is good. Uh, It's very charming. Uh, And I, I uh, it comes out every Friday, I think. Uh, I'm going to watch this. There's a bunch of episodes out, but I do. It's short, so they're half hour. I, I saw you watch What We Do in the Shadows. You got to watch okay, that show. Okay, so that's something I need to catch up on. I need to watch the movies watch first. Watch the movies, and then I, need and to then watch I, the I show. guarantee you'll be I know, addicted I heard to the it. Show is amazing, and it's hilarious.
1: But, uh, the last, ep- uh, the last few episodes of that have been hilarious. Yeah, new season
0: of that came out.
1: Yeah. You got checked
0: I know that's one thing that's on my list. I gotta get into the uh, fucking what's his name's Taika Waititi's "What We Do in the Shadows" because I heard it's great.
1: There's a character in it called the energy vampire. That's what I feel like has hit me. <laughs> so,
0: Rugs got hit by the energy vampire. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just like he just kills your spirit.
0: You know what? I still have the receipt for this variant rugs, Anthony. I can, uh, I might have to exchange them. They have a re- thirty day refund. We policy. should get another variant yeah, yeah. in here. I think we just got it bad. What you should go to the universe
1: where we rug boy. Crack uh, <laughs> yeah, it still does drugs.
0: Okay, we're gonna pull. I think that's variant <laughs> seven three nine five. I ordered seven three nine six. That was the problem. I was close. Yeah, you ordered the wrong one. that right, listen. Is, you we'll, got the floppy one. We got the floppy floppy John. Don't worry, listener. We will sort this out with shipping our shipping department by next week. Uh, and by this, I gotta
1: go back in the box. Yeah, you
0: put you back in the box. You uh, the box. You won't remember anything, because It'll be like nothing happened. So yeah, don't, you, don't you'll work. yeah. This will
2: only like a second will have passed <laughs> from what you remember today and tomorrow.
1: What if I come back with tits? Was that gonna make it, make it, I, the show I, better? I, I, w- I wouldn't be mad.
0: Geek boner. I'll see as I
2: don't yeah. see you when we record these. I don't it, know it if doesn't it make even, any difference.
0: Oh, I think you can hear the tits. You think yeah, so? you can hear the. You yeah, can definitely, you can definitely, definitely hear, hear the tits.
2: you will hear the tits. <laughs> <laughs> tits. Yeah,
0: yeah. You'll be hearing I think we've had tits females next time.
2: on the show before.
0: You can't hear my man boobs right now. I mean, there's <laughs> evidence right there. Listen to my voice, and you could literally hear my man. I hear your f- my sh- I hear shake
1: your- them for me, Imran. I hear
0: your Here, taint see?
2: fat hitting the inside of your inner thigh.
0: Taint fat. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen. I've been exercising. I got my taint fat down to like a slim three ounces. <laughs> That's where I got. I measure there first. That's how I know. I can see my penis again when I look down. That's the most amazing. Oh, I'm just
1: picturing Imran putting his taint fat and calipers like to (laughs) see you measure how many it's it's measured
0: in micrometers (laughs) i'm down to seven micrometers on the tape fat. i just like applying the tool there to measure tickles (laughs) <laughs> hmm. Anyways, rugs. Where can the listener find you? The fuck am I sleeping? Episode four hundred. A solid Rugboy line. Finally. Usually, at the you end know. Of usually, for
2: like the 300s, the three fifties, we do something special. Ah, oh, fuck it. We had nothing. We, yeah, we got the only nothing. thing special we brought is a is an alternate version of Rugboy. Boy. Yeah, it's the
0: wrong um, version. I'm gonna return yeah. them.
1: Three more titties. Oh, fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you
0: both. <laughs> <laughs> no, where can they really find you to tell you to wake up? Uh you
1: can find me on uh, Twitter at really Rugboy. So come by and say what's <laughs> up, right, look,
0: we're, uh, gonna, we're gonna wrap this up so rugs can get his beauty sleep. Uh visit the website show notes, com slash four hundred for all the links to whatever. Stay subscribed. Share this show. That's the most important thing. Share four hundred with a friend so we can put everybody else to sleep. Well <laughs> let's think. Share this with a person who is struggling with insomnia. I think it can <laughs> help. Narcolepsy. Narco- share this with all the narcolepsy groups on Facebook, uh, and we'll appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony.
0: He's the jock.
2: And he's the nerd.
0: We'll peep you next time. This is going great. Why are you putting people through there? I
3: Get your hand off my face. Shake man, you're amateur! Talking nerd!
1: All right, I get it.